This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void or prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. A new head coach and boy genius, Mike McDaniel, the fastest cheetah to ever roam the football field, and an actual left tackle? Let me check your pulse if you're not fired up. Before we jump into a fresh episode of Finsider Radio, Jake and Josh want you to please, please, please hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet. Subscribing to the show is the best way to know when Jake and Josh have something cooking in the kitchen iTunes, Spotify, it doesn't matter. Following helps others find the show, and we want to thank you for that. Now, let's talk some dolphins. What's up, Dolphin fans? Hope you and your families had a safe holiday weekend, and I hope you enjoyed the highly anticipated It Needed to Be Said podcast. But before we get into all of that on our special Tua's Day episode of SB Nation's Finsider Radio, the Jake and Josh Show, let me welcome in the greatest co-host in the world, the one, the only, Jake Mendel. Jake, the 4th of July was yesterday, and I just picture you MC Hammered running around your yard with a dozen sparklers in hand. Is that true? And most importantly, how are you doing today, dude, man? It was actually two dozen, man. We had to step it up this year and go crazy with our sparklers. But Sparkler man, it was good. Eddie Sparkler's hand. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good, man. You always take advantage of every opportunity to get to a three-day weekend. And, you know, you always feel a little better. You know, come back and talk little dolphins afterwards. And you mentioned it, Josh. We're going we're gonna to do something a little weird today. We're going to... We're on a podcast and we're going to be talking about a podcast. It's it's like that episode of South Park where they got the chalupa inside of the taco, inside of the Taco Bell, which is inside of the KFC, which is inside of a ball. That is exactly what we're going to do for you guys today. So, Josh, I don't want to waste any more time. You were, you know, sitting on your hands, pins and needles, the whole nine yards. You were looking forward to this podcast and it didn't really come out as quickly as you thought. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So what, first, what you're saying is this was the inception podcast, basically. But um, yeah, I mean, this thing was supposed to come out, I think it was uh, 7 p.m. And 
I mean, I, w- I was admittedly waiting because, I mean, you see people posting videos instantly. I mean, those things blow up. So I was waiting a little bit. Then it got pushed back to eight. And then they just kind of went silent. They never released this thing. Ended up dropping at 11 p.m. So, Jake, I'm going spin zone, doing the whole Charlie thing. And I have four reasons why it might have, you know, been delayed. And I want you to tell me what you think. Uh, my first was Tyreek used a song that, you know, got a copyright infringement because no one's going to post this video. That's going to get, what, 100,000 views without being able to monetize it. So, you know, maybe he had to go back and change a song. The other one was maybe he ran it by Ann, who I believe is in charge there in Davie, Florida, does a lot of the PR stuff with the players. She probably saw half of this podcast and said, F all that noise. So that's option B. C is they took stuff out of the episode to use at a later, you know, podcast, maybe put behind a paywall or something like that. And then D was Tyree Kill as dial-up internet. So uh, which one of those do you think is the most likely situation here? Oh, I actually really like Tyreek has dial-up internet, and they're just sitting there taking hours. I remember playing Dreamcast on that. Like, my aunt was getting married, and she like, called my mom, and I was so pissed because it kicked me off a of Fantasy Star Online, and that's that's how old I am, playing dial-up on Dreamcast. Yeah, but the ph- phones have always have done – not always. I mean, back in my day, even 10 years ago, you know, you, you'd actually call your friends when you're playing Call of Duty because some people had the dial-up. You'd, you'd either um, pick up the phone and say hello, and then you just see them leave an Xbox party. And for some reason, we actually had someone quit on us because we did that too much. That just tells you how great of people we are. Dude, you didn't even have to, like – you did the research. You know who Anne is, but I'm going to tell you this right now. If you just said Anne, I would have believed you 100% that she's running things in Davie, Florida. It just makes too much sense. The only sh- issue with that one is, weren't they releasing little clips of this podcast like a, a week or so before? They were. I guess the, my whole, and I think most of Dolphins Twitter, the spin zone is, you know, what could have he been asked about Brian Flores or, you know, last season and different things like that, that they may have kept out of here. But yeah, and Nolan, man, she, I mean, she kind of keeps things under wraps. So that was kind of my first thing, you know, they had to run this by her, right? You can't just release these things, you know, uh, saying whatever you want. At least I wouldn't imagine, but you're Tyree Kill, so maybe you can. Have you, you've watched the boys, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. That's that amazing. The, the PR lady who's always ripping out her own hair. Dude, she's I just kind I just kind of picture the same thing, like having to deal with all these like superheroes, and you're like, oh my god, you can't be saying that. I'm not saying that's what happened, but that's kind of what I. That's what she was doing when he was on uh when Mike McDaniel was on the uh, Pat McAfee show, and he was talking about like what if everyone grew heads, and they were talking about doing edibles and things like that. You know, she was in the back, like, what? No, you can't say those things. Someone uh, made a comparison. I think it was the Ringer Fantasy Football Podcast. They said Mike McDaniel should be a Simpsons writer and, and nothing more, nothing less. And I just thought that was so perfect. Done. <laughs> it Make just, it happen. It's, it's, it fits his personality so, so well. Um, so option C, man, we got here. They, they took stuff out of the episode last minute to use for a special extended version. I like this, man. This is like full Charlie. This is like thinking that Pepe Sylvia stands for like Pennsylvania and like Charlie just can't read this. This is the stuff where I think, you know, you're, you're really connecting some dots here. Um, I just wonder that this podcast doesn't seem like a routine as much as it is like a, a memoir. Like, I don't think it's going to be going on like throughout the season and, and like consistent. It just seems like he wants to tell some stories. So I, I don't know if it'd be like, what, what would be said or what would you think would be said that they'd want to save for later? Uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't really know. F Brian, F, you know, F Brian Flores, you know, this is what they put me in this situation. You know, maybe some of the what did you think of the Sean Watson rumors lingering, you know, different things like that, that maybe uh, people expected to hear, you know, maybe just clapping back at some of the critics, you know, maybe Chris Sims, you know, I, I don't know. I, I really don't know what I want to see here. You're right. Um, but I mean, I think. I guess I thought there was going to be that one bombshell that came out that, you know, was just being thrown around on every network or, you know, this and that. And 
ultimately it was just a kind of a wholesome thing. It was kind of, I don't want to say cute Amazon. or adorable. Yeah. I don't want to say it was cute or adorable, but to, you know, see the way Tua interacted with Tyree Kill. I mean, it seemed like he was um, happy and, you know, in the right place in the right time. Yeah. It was kind of like two college buddies got back together after 10 years and they had like three drinks at the bar. Just like, nah, you're my bro, bro. No, 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 no. You're my bro, bro. That's kind of what this felt like. Uh, shout out to uh, Merrick Brave, Josh, you wrote down here. He transcribed the entire interview for us at the Finsider. So be sure to follow him on Twitter at M Brave, M-B-R-A-V-E 13 on Twitter. You can guess what that 13 is for. And, you know, make sure to check out his stuff on the Finsider too, because he puts a lot of hardwood in there. So Josh, you wrote down some quotes here from the podcast. And again, we're podcasting about a podcast here. So t- tell me about what Tua thought of adapting to the NFL game a little bit. Yeah, that was one that kind of, you know, I think it was sometime last season. I think someone took a quote that he said, um, you know, he misspoke and said the NFL game he thought would be harder or something. I don't know if you remember those images going around, but he was, you know, he kind of talked about how it transitioned to the NFL game. Everyone in the NFL is bigger and faster, but one of the craziest things is that everyone on the field is smart. Whereas your preparation in college, you don't do much preparing. The coaches help you prepare. The coaches get the game plan ready for you. And then you go out and play. And then you come to the NFL and I can only speak for my position, but day in and day out, you got to prepare you got to look at things as day and night and how you prepare for a game in college as opposed to how you prepare in the NFL. Because again, he's saying the players are just that much smarter. And that's coming from a guy that played in the SEC, played at Alabama against some of, you know, those guys that he's talking about that are now transitioned to the NFL game. I mean, um, I just think it had a lot to say with, you know, maybe why he hasn't quite, you know, made that leap from year, you know, right and going from college, you know, everyone, everyone, there were teams all over the NFL that wanted to tank for Tua. You know, we know the injury, the different reasons, but maybe this transition isn't just so much the hip and some of those other things as it is, you know, the competition is that much better. So I'm excited, man, to see what he does in year three. What were your thoughts on something like that? Because I don't think he really said anything too crazy, but um, again, I think it just kind of put that whole quote that I keep remember seeing from a season ago, you know, the NFL is easy. It was an easy transition, put that to rest. I think it was all about the preparation. I, I, it's, it's an interesting concept to kind of think about because it goes from this idea. I mean, college, would you even say it was like kind of a uh, play react, play react where in the NFL, man, you're, you got to play and react at the same exact time. You're always trying to think about what they're thinking about because you need to be a step ahead and we're going way too deep in the philosophy, the, wokeness of this podcast about a podcast but but I thought that was a little interesting and, and it's I'm glad you keep bringing back up the fact you know I thought the NFL was easy uh so I think it's going to be interesting Josh I think those are going to be the big things you ask for is hey is he going to be able to see that linebacker that safety coming up am I going to be able to make these adjustments and, and really understand what I have to do outside of hey this play means this person's going to be open but the defense can do something about that, that type of thing. So I think that's a really interesting concept. And of course, you know, it's not really something we're going to start to see. Um, got to put a little bit of a disclaimer that I don't want to see this in the preseason, Josh. I got way too excited about Brandon Gibson going in motion and Bill Lazor's offense and how that was going to change the universe. So, so let's make a reminder here. We got to see it in the regular season. Yeah, we got to see in the regular season. And I mean, it, it all does sound real nice right now, right? I mean, everything does. But, dude, I think that's what we're all waiting for, right? These guys to get out there and show it in the game. Um, another quote, we'll, we'll say that first quote was more of like a filler quote. Kind of, I, you know, everyone got excited about our podcast about a podcast. That kind of was a letdown like this podcast. But the next one, man, Tyree basically said, we got to turn this city up. We can't only be talked. We got to continue doing what we're doing. We got to obviously follow the coach's lead and follow your lead. We just got to let the naysayers do their talking, motivate us, and then just play ball on Sunday. And he 
goes on again to say, I believe in you. Everybody else believes in you. And I'm not saying that just because I'm your teammate. I'm saying that because I'm your brother. And there is, you know, that you're the deal, bro. You know, you're the, that yeah, bro, 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 like you were saying. And the sky's the limit. So, I mean, again, you're right. It is like two guys that have been, you know, separated from college at reunited, drinking a couple beers. Um, but again, I think it may be not so much of what was said in this podcast that was nice. It was kind of, again, to see Tua, you know, looking like he's having fun and, you know, some of the mannerisms between him and his, uh, you know, wide receiver. I mean, we'll talk about it, Jake, but these guys are supposed to be Carmen Electra and Dennis Rodman for crying out loud. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. But yeah, man, I think this quote was actually released a little early, if I remember correctly. I, I think this was something Tyreek uh, tweeted out a bit early. And, and this is it, man. This is the quote that you'd think everyone would run with. Um, you know, there's going to be someone on, I don't know, Get Up or, or uh, what's what's the NFL Network version of Get Up? Good morning, football. Good morning, football. Someone's going to be on that show in like week two. And it, they're going to be showing this quote like these guys, you know, they work together. Da, 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 da. That's the type of thing. So this is definitely the quote of the podcast uh, when you really boil down the, you know, saying that as your brother. And you could kind of see Tua maybe not be uncomfortable, but he wasn't kind of like in a situation like, yeah, you know, this is something I hear a lot. It's not like, you know, when you're on the sidelines and everyone's just saying like good job or, or generic like football speak, you could tell this was a little more turned up, a little more personalized. And I think that was kind of cool to see. Yeah, I mean, and then Tua was asked, you know, what fans can expect to see this year, Jake? And he said multiple highlights. And that's when, you know, he'll add, a, we're going to say this. Um, all we're going to say is if you put certain people in certain situations, they're going to succeed. That's me. That's too. That's anybody that plays in a professional football league. If your organization believes in you, they'll set you up for certain success. And this team definitely believes in you, young man. So again, man, he's kind of, I don't want to say he's a cheerleader, but he's kind of almost a cheerleader. And then the best quote, the one that I kind of ran with um, besides the 2 a.m. doing dishes is fans. You know what you should expect? They should expect to see Dennis Rahman and Carmen Electra connection dog. And I, I don't know your thoughts on that, Jake, but um, I think I looked it up. I mean, I remember they were in a relationship, but the first thing you see is Carmen Electra is talking about, there were quotes about how they had uh, intercourse all over different places. And I'm just thinking that's not what I want my quarterback and wide receiver to do. I don't even know where to go with that, man. I just, man, man, I think it's it's unique. And I think what we what I've been saying all along with, with Tyreek is this doesn't seem like just, you know, uh, you know, pro comes in, gets paid a lot of money and becomes a football player. Like he's doing everything he can to like be that vocal leader and stand up and act like, you know, the, the head of the room, even almost the teacher in the classroom. I think he makes a point, you know, the, the coaching staff are going to follow them. But, dude, something about this, I mean, you know, Brandon Marshall wanted to get, wanted to get traded because he didn't want to play with a rookie quarterback, which is fine. I get that. Uh, you just see different guys come through. The the pouty Mike Wallace, I mean, I just see nothing but, but Tyree Kill being that perfect, you know, PR guy, that leader, and hopefully, in a way, 
somehow by saying these silly things, the, the Carmen Electra and Dennis Rodman, the, the key is to make two of you comfortable, you know, make him laugh, you know, get the, get all those jitters out by saying something stupid. And I think that's maybe what needed to be said on this podcast is the fact that, Hey, this isn't, you know, just for us to kind of hype each other up. This is for you to kind of sit here and, and chill out for a second and realize, Hey, we can have some fun. Things are going to be fun. And it's not, you know, n- nose to the grind every single day. Yeah, and I guess, you know, I just hope that we don't get to the point during the year where we're talking about how, you know, maybe the, you know, the offseason has been too fun for these players. And, you know, they didn't take, you know, that first four games look brutal. I was going to ask you, you mentioned Mike Wallace, and I continue to, dude, I still remember how excited it was when they signed him. Is, is, um, is Tyree Kill the final evolution of Mike Wallace? Like, is this like, you know, level 35, like turns into a Blastoise? Like, this is that player that, you know, back in the day. I mean, when we got Mike Wallace, I mean, he at the time was almost, I don't want to say, He's not the same player as Tyreek Hill, but you know what I mean? He was that deep, that deep guy that, you know, blew the top off defenses, was going to open everything up for Miami. And, you know, I think he had a 10 plus yard, 1000 yard season, but I feel like what Tyreek Hill is going to bring to this team, man, not only again, like you said, in the locker room, boosting up some of these players, being that leader for a wide receiver core that has a bunch of players, you know, on the fringe is this, I don't even know where I was going there. Sir, Blastoise evolves at level, or War Turtle evolves into Blastoise at level 36. Okay, actually. so, so I was, I, over here. so, but I was close. That's the thing. I was pretty damn close. It's been, <laughs> it's been Pokemon Blue. Dude, that was middle school. That was like 20 years ago. I, that's pretty good. I, I remember cl- I was close. How about, how about the good comparison? How about we go Charmeleon to Charizard? Because while Charmeleon was kind of cool, Tyreek Hill has wings. How about that? Yeah, as, as, as long as you get what I'm saying. That, that yeah, you know, put your put okay. Down. Yeah, I'm, I'm shame on me. I should at least know when War Turtle. War Turtle evolved into Blastoise. I knew Blastoise didn't evolve, or does he? Is, is there a new version of Blastoise? I mean, nowadays there could be, right? They, 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 like they, mega they, Blastoise or some shit? You're spot on. Yep, there is a Mega Blastoise. But no, there's not. You're is. kidding. No, there's a there's a Mega... Google Mega Blastoise right now. All right. <laughs> that was... <laughs> oh, man. This this is this is what happens when you podcast about, about a different podcast, man. That's you, Damn. But, but, but it, this the, one for, picture, he looks... Is it the mean. one cannon? The, the just one cannon instead of the two? Oh wow, yeah, I see that one. But no, this this one must have been like a mock-up or something. Maybe we'll have to put Tyreek Hill's face on this, even though he, even though he should be more of a Charizard. We'll figure it out. Mega Blastoise. There has to be a Mega Charizard then too, right? It would, duh. One he spits like blue fire, dude. Oh my god, I'm learning so much today. <laughs> this is this is crazy. <laughs> Please go to at huutz on Twitter. Um, leave Josh a tip and just say, Hey, go buy Pokemon with this. And then, you know, we can get back on track on these things, <laughs> but you're right where Tyree kill and Mike Wallace, they, they alter the entire game plan. And I think that's, you know, they're fast and they alter the game plan. I think you can say both of those things are very similar. Um, I saw a cool stat today, uh, Josh, I don't know if this is something you knew, but the chiefs threw at Tyree killed 27 times around the line of scrimmage last year and only 16 times more than 30 yards down the field. 30 yards is kind of a weird number number. Cause that's deep, deep, but, but I think it just goes back to, I think the biggest difference between someone like Mike Wallace and Tyreek Hill, Hill, man, he could do just so much more around the line of scrimmage. And I think that's what's going to be important. That's what's going to be fun. And I mean, most important above that, we're going to get the answer to the age old question. Is it the elite wide receivers that make the quarterbacks or is it the quarterbacks that make the receivers? Because whether it's Devontae Adams, uh, A.J. Brown, Tyree Kill, man, this is a uncharted waters for the NFL. And I think we see Tyree Kill doing something these other guys aren't. And that's just taking those quarterbacks, uh, putting them under their wing. And I already got to take that back because, you know, I already see Derek Carr and Devontae Adams having a love fest. But I think you see what I mean, where this just all seems different. No one else is, you know, saying they're Carmen Electra. 
No, no one's definitely seen that. And I think, you know, you can probably make an argument for both, but I think we're going to see this year a lot of those younger players, you know, Tua, Jalen Hurts, some of these other guys that just got new receivers taking that next step because these teams did finally build around them, you know, did bring in these weapons. I mean, for everything I thought of Tua, I mean, it's clear that that talent at Alabama, you know, boosted up what we all saw on film and things like that. Because when you have, what, seven seconds to throw the ball to, you know, four first-round draft picks, it does make things a lot easier. Jake, the last quote, I mean, I guess we'll talk about the Dan Marino quote because that was pretty cool. But um, the quote that I really liked was he said, you know, our chemistry is going to be so good, you're going to wake up at 2 a.m. and I'm going to be there doing the dishes, dog. Because, you know, when we get out in the field, if I run a 60-yard route and I decide to just turn it into a comeback, I need the ball right there, dog. So our chemistry is going to be on point. Just believe that. So, I mean, Jake, if I told you you're going to wake up at 2 a.m. one morning and I was going to be sitting there doing the dishes, I mean, I mean, that's everything you want to hear, right? You're talking that you're talking sweet nothings to me, Josh. I mean, that's it, man. If you can wake up in the morning and the dishes are done, I think that's kind of it in life. That's all you really want to get to. And Josh, you hinted at it. Let's wrap up here with the Dan Marina quote. And I think if you haven't heard this quote, you have a pretty good idea how this is going to go because Tua, Tyreek, they talked about Dan Marino and picking a guy and letting it fly. You know, that is the Dan Marino mantra. Uh, Tua went on to say, having a guy like that, that guy's wearing a gold jacket, a Hall of Famer in a room. Dan came in when I first got to Miami in the building and I was like, dang, that was just Dan Marino that walked into our room. Dan was like, I'll be back with weapons. No weapons, maybe receivers. I'll be back with Tyreek Hill. Uh, (laughs) I'm looking at Fitz and I'm like, dude, is that normal? And he was like, yeah, he'll be around in most of our meetings. For the most part, Dan just comes in and hangs out and shares knowledge when he wants to. And I'm like, dang. So I'm just sitting here with a 15 year old vet. 15-year vet, excuse me, in Ryan Fitzpatrick. And then you have a Hall of Famer and Dan Marino in there. It was crazy. You don't want to show your emotions of, dude, this is Dan Marino in the room with us. You don't want to do that. You want to be professional. So it was surreal for me when Dan started calling me by my name. Tua came out of Dan's mouth. Dan Marino, dude, I wasn't even born when this guy was doing what he was doing. So that's crazy. So Josh, I mean, that's kind of the thing we've been leaning on is the fact that, you know, these guys come in, whether it's, uh, you know, Ryan Tannehill or Tua talk about Dan Marino or, or whether it's Charles Harris talking about Jason Taylor or DeAndre talk about Jason Taylor. I'm just ready for one of these guys to step up and like have that comparison. Maybe not like, you know, put their stats, but be like, Dan, like we have the next guy instead of talking about the last guy. Of course, I mean, Dan Marino, always different animal. You're always going to kind of have that. Uh, word jargon spewing out of your mouth with someone like that. Uh, But in in this situation, man, you know, you're kind of excited to see Marino floating around, but I think that for the most part of stuff, we already knew that he's kind of in the building whenever possible. Yeah. And we'll go spin zone on that someday when I have the the guts to say, because I, I I was going to go on my rant because I keep talking about how I I don't understand how Dan Marino missed Justin Herbert when Justin Herbert's basically the Spider-Man image, you know, the meme. Okay, so I'll, I'll probably delete that. I won't do that. Nope, no, nope, it's, in. it's <laughs> in. Okay, so I'll keep that in. But either way, Jake, I mean, my favorite saying, or I guess the one thing that you missed about this was after, you know, he said, pick a guy and let it fly. Tyreek said, I just hope you pick number 10. And I mean, we talked about it in the last podcast, you know, making sure that Tyreek kills happy, you know, after he got a career, you know, whatever, 141 targets or whatever it was. So um, at the end of the day, again, I don't know that it was too much what was said in this podcast. It was just more so seeing their relationship already because these guys, I mean, they're clearly building a chemistry and, you know, we, we know how important that is when they get out in the field. I mean, we saw it last year with two of the Jalen Waddle. I mean, Waddle broke the freaking rookie reception record because of mm-hmm. the different chemistry they had. So I'm excited to see way Tyree kill, you know, energizes this offense because dude it has been so so long since we had a playmaker you know as explosive as him i mean i don't know if they ever have you know dating back to ricky williams maybe yeah, yeah ricky probably w- something like go. that yep ricky williams probably would well yeah I'm, I, how do why would i forget ricky but you're thinking, I was receivers, thinking about receivers, though. Yeah. yeah yeah i feel you i feel but you're, you but you're 100 right 
that guy who like is a guaranteed every week going to be flirting with that ESPN sports center top 10. That's, that's kind of what you could ask for. And, you know, I just can't wait for the, just, uh, you know, Tyree killing the dolphins Jersey. I emojis of, of that first big play knock on wood that hopefully it happens, but Josh, thank you for getting together. Thank you for doing a little podcast about a podcast here. And if everyone out there, if you're listening and you're enjoying it, be sure to follow H-O-U-T-Z on Twitter. Be sure to follow H-O-U-T-Z on YouTube because, I mean, Josh is always churning out something special over there. I can be found on Twitter at JMetal94. And, guys, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I hope everyone had a wonderful, safe, happy 4th of July weekend. It means there's only a four-day work week. And you know what? Finsider Radio can make it a little better. So, please, please, please hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to. This has been Finsider Radio. This has been one of our special Finsiders. It needed to be said featuring QB1. Tua Tangavaloa, Joshua Houts, Jake Mendel, thank you all so much for joining us. And as always, fins up. Fins up. That was Finsider Radio, part of the Finsider.com and the SB Nation Network. Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest football team. We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl, because we're the Miami Dolphins. Cause we're the Miami Dolphins